Way too much. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Andy. Grab your seats. Well, our Tammy pretty much stole the whole sermon, so I'll just go home, I think. so. Um, <laughs> that was awesome, Tammy. Wow, it's such an anointing because, um, and you just knew it was from God because my first verse was Isaiah 43, 18. So it's, uh, when you're saying that and everything you prayed is just uh, pretty much the whole um, sermon. So yeah, it's really cool. It's not sure what I'm going to say now, but uh, 2017 is good, isn't it? <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> it's, uh, how was everyone's 2016? Mine was terrible. I don't care. I'll tell you it was terrible and I'm glad it's over and done with. I'm glad to kick it out the door and start again. Man, oh man. It was a uh, transition time for our church. Um, hard time for our church. Um, struggling time. And, and I just want to uh, thank you guys that have hung in last year and stayed and um, just see what was going to happen and how it was going to progress and, you know, the transition to Grant and, and Megs and everything that happened there and um, great friends of mine and it's, it was tough to see what they went through. But uh, 2017, how good is it the way to kick off? Uh, Lottie and uh, Liza are going to do a great job and I'm really excited to see what's gonna, what 2017 is going to be like. So I'm, uh, I wanted to jump into 2017 with, as you said, a fresh start. Let's cut ties with 2016. You might have had a great 2016, that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, power to you, but mine was terrible. So, um, <laughs> I'll tell you why it was terrible. It's full of distractions and disruptions, and they're mo mostly my doing. So, um, <laughs> mostly my doing, or, or more doing, really. Um, at the beginning of last year, I thought I'd start a, another business, which was a hobby of mine, motorbikes, and I started a shop, and um, I thought it would be a good thing to do. Well, I've got three other businesses, and I thought, yeah, <laughs> and I'm running a you know, national president of a, a motorcycle ministry as well, and, and uh, so doing all those things last year, I, I was really close to uh, where Grant was, so I had a meeting with Grant one breakfast in uh, September, I think, and he said to me, mate, you, where I was, you know, beginning of the year, end of last year, he said, you, you, you need to make a choice what you're going to do, and it was good, he was really open and honest, said, this is the person I was, this is where I'm going. And I don't want to be that person anymore. And he challenged me on and, uh, how busy I was. And I walked away from that day and said, that's it, the bike shop's going. So I sold it. And it's uh, sold pretty quickly, which is great. And it's, um, it allows me to jump into 2017, hands and feet first. And uh, just to be more, who makes New Year's resolutions? No one. <laughs> oh, now I'm in trouble. My old sermon's got the window. <laughs> you're keeping your hands down. You're just shy to put your hand up, aren't you? I know you're, there's plenty of you out I'll start picking people in a minute. So. It's, uh, but it, my new resolution is to be healthier this year, um, to be much healthier than I was last year, um, and not just physically but spiritually. Who knows where you can make um, New Year's resolutions and they just sort of go by the wayside and out the window and before you know it's March or April and you go, wow, what happened to that thing I decided I was going to do more of? Um, but I'll just read that verse again that Tammy said, which is Isaiah 43, 18. The Lord says, forget about what has happened before. Do not think about the past. Instead, look at the new things I'm going to do. That's total reliance on God. It's not what we're going to do. You know, God says, rely on me what I'm going to do. You know, when we put it in our own hands, we end up in an interesting place, which is you know, certainly not good. We need to just continue to, to lean on God and ask him for his leading. 2017 where he wants us to be and what he wants us to do and when we do that he does the work and our burden is light 
when we do it in our own strength and we just get so you just get so heavy does anyone feel heavy last year i was heavy <laughs> you know really heavy and it's not a great place to be it's hard it's it is hard just to close the book on things though isn't it you hang on to things and you you think about things you could have done better or things you could have changed things that other people could have done to you better things that they could have changed it's hard just to let that go isn't it and start fresh if we're honest it's a tough thing to do just to close the book on it say no but that's where god comes into it this is if we just continue to put him first and seek him first each and every day he takes care of that stuff and starts wiping the slate clean bit by bit but if we just think oh if if i could just get past that one thing if i just get past that one thing if i just get past that one thing you just keep thinking about that one thing <laughs> you just, you're meditating over that one thing you want to get rid of in peter 1 3 to 4 in a message it says because jesus was raised from the dead we've been given a brand new life and everything to live for including a future in heaven a brand new life i want to start a brand new 2000 a brand new year this year and i'll just um just want to do things a little bit differently i just want to everyone to close your eyes for a minute and just have a think about things you've thought about things you've uh things from last year things that uh were challenging things that um you want to put behind you want to start fresh maybe you're here today and you don't really know why you're here or someone brought you along and you got an invite and you what am i doing here in church or you got a prompting from God and you said, oh, just, you just got to go to church. I just want to ask you today, is, is it today the day we're going to take that choice to ask Jesus into your life and start fresh? It says in his word, which is reliable, because Jesus was raised from the dead. We've been given a brand new life. You've been given a brand new life and have everything to live for, including a future in heaven. So everyone's eyes are closed. I just want to ask you today, if you're here today, and you've never made a decision before to ask Jesus into your heart. But you're thinking, man, I think this might be the time. I just want you to pop your hand up. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to bring you down the front. I'm just going to pray for you. See that hand? It's awesome. Just want to start fresh today. Last year was a year of uh, distractions and a year of disruptions and a year where you weren't really spending time with God. But you want to start fresh today. I just want you to pop your hand up as well. It's awesome. See the hands. It's good. It's awesome. Now, those people who put their hands up have just made a decision to start fresh this year and, and ask Jesus into the heart. So I'm just going to pray this prayer. I'm just ask you to, to come along with me. Father God, I want to hear you say it. Father God, thank you for sending your son to die for me to take my sins I ask for forgiveness right now for all my sins past and future I ask you Jesus to be my Lord and Saviour to make this year the best year ever in Jesus name Amen give those guys a round of applause it's a big decision to say I'm going to start fresh because then you've got to make it happen, hey? <laughs> got to make it happen. I wanna, I'm going to ask a few questions. Who, uh, now I want you to be honest, I'm going to start picking people out because uh, I know there'll be, on average, there should be people who've made this decision. 
Who this year made a decision to live healthier? All right, one, two, I've got... Now, now out of those girls that put their hands up, <laughs> I want three girls to come down the front who are game enough to say, no, I'm going to make a choice this year, I'm going to get out of the boat, I'm going to make it happen. Come on. Oh, there's one. There we go. There we go. There's another one. Oh, awesome. We've got three girls. How good's this? How good's this? All right, Esther. Up you come. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Oh, we, we thought of that. We've got tights. It's, no, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> no. Um, so Esther's going to uh, help these uh, young ladies get a bit fit for a minute. Because, cause, because these girls um, got up and uh, put, got out of the boat, they're not listening. Hey, ladies. Hey, Esther. Can I just grab them for a sec? Esther, I'll just grab them for a sec. Because you, because you got out of the boat today, we're going to give you seven days uh, free with a PT, Esther. Um, you can sure you make it work. So you just got to get out of the boat and make it happen. There's no use saying, and they're going, oh, I don't, I don't really want to do it. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> I'm just going to make it happen, you know. So we're just going to uh, enjoy watching that. And, uh, it's uh, watch them in pain over here for a minute. So, but you still got to pay attention. Now, I want. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be hard, isn't it? And now, I want. Uh, I want three guys, three men in the house, who made a decision to get healthier this year spiritually. But you got to be willing to come down the front. Surely there's three men here. Andy, there we go. I got four. Four can do it. All good. No worries. All right. Now, there's a lounge over here and some steps. So, if you don't have a Bible, there's a Bible. This, these are my favourite Bibles. I'm, uh, who, who feels like reading the Word more? <laughs> so, you guys are possibly praying. So, what I want you to do is I want you to... I just want you to read the Word and just, just see what, see what comes, comes from that. I want you to find a verse and memorise it by the end of the service. A verse that stands out for you, a verse that, um, that means something. So. And you guys, I want you to pray. Just pray more. You guys pray as a, as a team, just pray for the church, pray for each other, um, encourage each other. So, awesome. Um, on the lounge and on the steps, uh, give them a round of applause. How game are those guys, hey? <laughs> That's, how cool is that? That's cool, isn't it? Going hard. I love it. <laughs> you like my shirt? Uh, Father, forgive me for the gains I'm about to receive. That's my motto for this year. And it's uh, not necessarily about, like this is a, a bodybuilding shirt, but it's not necessarily about that. It's about, I want this year to be, to be uh, meaningful and I want it to be, uh, I want to gain in spiritually and also healthy yeah, in my uh, physical life as well. So who wants that this year? More gains, more gains, more, uh, more abundance, more blessings. More, uh, more, more, yeah, more house, yeah. More house for Ali. More knee for Jay would be nice, you know. Um, but we can't let... Oh, it's going to be hard, isn't it? Well, everyone's watching the girls, so we're gonna let, let's go this way, all right. Um, <laughs> um, Proverbs 24.10 says, If you give up when troubles come, it just shows that you are weak. That's pretty harsh, isn't it? That's pretty harsh, Wow. If you give up when troubles come, it shows you're weak. But we are weak, aren't we? As humans, we, we're weak. Troubles come and we give in and we get stressed and we get, revert back to sin that's previously held us captive. 
Has anyone ever done that? I've done that. Man. Oh, gosh, so frustrating. Why did I pick up this stupid thing again? I've done this thing. It's, it's, uh, stress can do that to you. Stress, you know, or things that go wrong point you towards sin because Satan gets in there and goes, see, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. When, when, when the stress came, you buckled. But can I tell you when, you, when you read more of your word, when you pray more, when you exercise your spiritual life more, then you're going good. You, get, um, you become more resilient. They <laughs> go, oh, well, this is awesome. How good is this? I know. <laughs> 1, Timothy, uh, 1 Timothy 4, 6 to 10 in the message says, You've been raised on a message of truth and faith and have followed sound teaching. Now pass on this counsel to the followers of Jesus there and you'll be a good servant of Jesus. Stay clear of the silly stories that get dressed up as religion. I like that. Exercise daily in God. No spiritual flabbiness, please. Workouts in a gymnasium are useful, but the disciplined life in God is far more so, making you fit both for today and forever. You can count on this. Take it to the heart. This is why we've thrown ourselves into this venture so totally. We're banking on the living God, saviour of all men and women, especially the believers. It's the food we put in, isn't it, that determines what we're going to look like. <laughs> you know, I mean, this year I've made a, man, it's hard. New Year's resolution, I'm going to cut back all my sugars and those white breads that Jody, Mum, Maddie brings home from Baker's Delight, which is so nice and they're the best bread ever. But no, I've got to cut, so I've got to go to the healthy options, which are available as well. But um, so <laughs> cut out sugars and the white stuff and all that horrible stuff after a certain time and you've got to, you know, look at what you're bringing in and eat lower, you know, like a smaller meals more re regularly. So all these sorts of things, but all that's for physical stuff. But it, it affects us, doesn't it? I don't know if you've ever had KFC. Straight after it, you go, oh, why did I do that? Oh, it's the grease and the oil and, and uh, it's just disgusting. But you have a nice, a really well-cooked meal, which is clean. You just, it's light. You're full, but it's light. It doesn't sit in there and, oh, make you feel horrible. It's like that in life. When you, when you sit at home and you watch TV or you might watch uh, Orange is the New Black, it's one of those series on TV. Sorry if anyone watches it, but it, you really shouldn't. Um, there's, <laughs> there's, there's so many series and different things on TV that we just shouldn't watch. Would you sit there, if, if you were sitting at the TV and Jesus was sitting beside you, would you watch that? Would you listen to that language? Would you watch that stuff happening on TV? Would you allow someone to come into your room and uh, in your living room and do that stuff on the, on the landry floor? Because that's what you're doing by having that stuff in front of you on TV. And I'm guilty of it. I'm just saying what we bring into us is what comes out. The more we, the more we pollute ourselves, the, the dirtier we feel, the heavier we feel. You know, we start to get spiritually flabby. Who agrees? <laughs> but if we took that time... And uh, instead, and maybe just spend five minutes, ten minutes, go, I'm not going to watch that. I'm just going to just, just close my eyes and just pray for a couple of minutes. I'm just going to pick up my Bible, just get a bit of a read. Or pick up a good Christian book, you know, that talks about different things in life that might, you know, impact us in some way. Who knows, that's going to be more beneficial. Versus, you know, watching that stuff on TV or uh, instead of sitting on the couch, we can do what these girls are doing, so... Is that, is that right? Oh, God, I can't do that. I don't like cardio. 
<laughs> Unless it's heavy, I don't touch it. Um, <laughs> so, but I challenge you, what, what looks easier? What, what they're doing here? Which, you can point, everyone point, which looks easier out of these two things? <laughs> that looks easier, doesn't it? It really does look easier. But can I tell you it's harder? It's harder to discipline ourselves, isn't it? Gosh, it's harder. We're the worst people to manage out of anyone we look after in life. <laughs> Think kids are hard to manage? Try managing yourself. Wow. I'm speaking for myself here. You can, you know, you can say amen if you agree. But uh, it's uh, so hard to manage. I go, oh, I'll just, I'll just sit at home and I just want to, I just got home from work. I just want to relax, you know. So I'll just switch the TV on. Next thing's an hour's gone past. You've just done nothing worthwhile. You know, we're doing what these guys are doing. Up on a the lounge, they're encouraging each other, building each other up. These guys are, Simon's memorising a verse by the end of the service, no pressure, Simon. <laughs> As you, some of you know, I was on holidays uh, 10 years ago, for a few years, and um, I memorised over 80 verses. Uh, and those verses still come back to me when things happen. You know, I haven't memorised a verse since then, since I got out from that holiday. Um, but uh, but I, my encouragement this year to myself is to do that more. Because I know that even now when things happen, I go, oh, that verse that I memorised comes back. I go, wow, that gives me the strength. God's, God's planted those seeds and, and you just got to keep watering them. It's amazing how, uh, how memorising a verse can impact you so much. You don't have to be a theologian to read your Bible. The, the Word's a living Word. There's so many versions out there. The Message is a great one to read. It just, just talks... I, I haven't read the Aussie one. I heard it's a bit off because it's kind of slangy and whatever, a bit funny. But I know for those that are new to Christianity, M Message is a great way to sort of get your head around it a little bit. Um, but there's great versions out there to be able to read and understand what it says. It's not a hard thing to do. It shouldn't be hard anyway. If it is hard, grab someone and say... Help me read this. Help me understand what this is about. There's plenty of people here who would go, yeah, I'll help you, man. And I doubt that I think I shared previously, I asked Brian Rob to help me with that last year because I knew that I needed to get fitter spiritually. So I asked Brian Rob to challenge me. So we meet up once a month and he's, uh, he's challenges me each month and he's challenges me, all right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gives me the hard word every month. How are you going with this? How are you going with that? You know, how's your quiet time going? All those things. Have you got someone challenging you? Ask someone to challenge you, to, to mentor you. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20 says, Didn't you realise that your body is a sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit? Don't you see that you can live however you please, squandering what God paid such a high price for? The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you. God owns the whole works. So let people see God in and through your body. It's talking about what we're putting into, isn't it? It's the Holy Spirit's within us, so we want to feed it spiritually, but we want to look after it physically as well. How'd you girls go? They're great. They were awesome. They were awesome. Give them a round of applause. You guys can grab. <laughs> you guys can grab it. Thanks, Esther. Our uh, our own PT. How good's that? Next week we'll get through more. Um, you guys keep going. It's good. Zechariah 4.6 says, You will not succeed 
by your own strength or power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. You are not deceived by your own strength or power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. Who knows that we're guilty of that, isn't it? We just, in our own strength, I did that last year, in your own strength I was doing this, in my own strength I was doing it. I can do that, just one more thing, add one more thing to it, I can do it, because I'm a bit of a doer, I can do this, I can do that. But uh, when you don't listen to what God really wants you to be doing, man, it's a dangerous place to be. I found myself not spending time with God. My quiet time was nearly zero. Hardly picked up my Bible last year, and I felt spiritually fat. Not flat, just fat and horrible and obese, and it's just, just not, not fit at all. So when things come against you, you kind of get puffed out real quick, and you go, this is really stressful. God, so I fit. You know, when stress comes, and you're like, oh, why is this so hard? Why is life so hard all of a sudden? And have you ever said it? You say, well, life's, it's not supposed to be this hard. It's because it's your fault. <laughs> it's not God's fault. It's pretty harsh, isn't it? Sorry. No, I'm not sorry. But we, we, all, we all get to that point at some stage where we either just, we think, oh, I'm not, church isn't feeding me enough. I'm not getting enough food from church. You know, the word's not good enough. I'll, I'll go somewhere else and get my food. But sometimes that comes down to what we do during the week as well. You know, when we've got our own revelation... We want to come to church and help and serve and, uh, and give out of what we've put in through the week. And when we're filling up through the week, we come here on Sunday and go, oh, how can I, you know, I'd love to work, walk in the church and everyone's like, oh, that's such a good week. How good would that be? I mean, chances, you know, they, that could be like that, but we've all got to have the same revelation. That's a tough one. My challenge this year is, um, and it's been, I'll be honest, we go, as a family, where do, where do we go to church when everything was happening? Do we stay? Do we go? You know, what's good for the kids? I'm sure everyone's asked that question. What's good for our kids? What's good for our family? My, God said to me, well, what are you doing for, what are you doing for the house? And he challenged me about what am I doing to support Lottie and Loz and the decision they made. <laughs> it's a big one, isn't it? What are you doing to support the house? Uh, do you come in, you know, maybe just ring the church and say, what can I do to help out? This is what I'm good at. Can I just give an hour a week or can I do this or do that? You know, can I start a life group or, you know, what can I do to be part of the body versus just on the outside going, oh, I don't really I'm fit or I'm just going to step in like these girls just did and step in and go, oh, I'm going to be part of it. I'm just going give it, to give it a bit. So see how we go. So my challenge for myself this year is just, is, Ask where God sees me fitting and uh, have a conversation with Lottie and say, how's that look? You know, but encourage each one of you, you've all got amazing gifts and talents. Every single one of you have amazing gifts and talents, you know. And those gifts and talents are something that can influence someone else so much. (laughs) You've got so much to give each one of you. And it's not about going, oh, I'm going to give them my time to church, I'm going to do that. But it's giving your time and, and, uh, and give some talents to those around you. Because we're all, we are the church, and it might not be in church here on a Sunday, but it could be just during the week, catching up with someone for coffee. There's young guys in the church that need mentoring. Catch up with them, saying, how you going? How's it going, Connor? Good? Doing all right? Not getting bit by any crabs lately? <laughs> any surfing trips? It's, it's not that hard to ask someone how they're going and what, what's happening in their life. 
But I want to do more of that this year. I'm just sharing. That's what I want to do more of this year is be more purposeful in my life. So when someone becomes a Christian, they become a brand new person inside. It's not just the same old person anymore. It's a new life, isn't it? When we put a hand up years ago, today, tomorrow, and say, God, I just want, I just want, to, be, I just want to be closer relationship with you. I, I don't put my hand up and say, I want to be a better person. It's the wrong thing to do. It's my, I want to be closer to you, God. I want a fresh start. I just want to be closer to you, God. And I, I pray that prayer quite frequently. <laughs> I just want to be closer to you, God. I want a closer relationship. Because I know when I do that, it just changes me. You know? But I've got to get out and I've got to do something about it. Romans 12.2 says, be, tr- be transformed by renewing the mind. Be transformed by renewing the mind. And we only renew that by bringing in God's word. Refreshing. Bringing it in. Meditating on it like Simon. Getting revelations like Paul. <laughs> How you guys going? How you going, Simon? You got the verse? Getting there? <laughs> Psalm 1 says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. So when they say law, it means the word, the Bible, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they'll prosper in all they do. That's pretty cool. That's a good promise, isn't it? But they, they, they delight in God's word. They delight in reading it. They delight in meditating on it day and night, which is just like having a, a verse up on your dash or a verse on your computer screen at work or on your oven for Dave, um, you know. <laughs> or wherever it might be, on your fire truck for Amado. You know, he's out and about and um, saving people's lives like a, a hero, isn't he? God, such a strong man, that man. Amazing. Jumping through windows and leaping out and all that stuff. <laughs> but I know having verses, just like Simon's doing, memorising verses is great. The easy way of doing that is just putting it somewhere. We practically just put it somewhere for the week. We'll keep reading it, reading it, reading it. Sooner or later, you just throw that away and you grab another one. And then, uh, but it got to be verses. For me, I found verses that just, when I was going through, just praying, and a verse would just stand out. I go, that's it. I'm just, I'm going med- to, I'm just going to, just that verse. I would just read that verse and ask God to reveal it and bring it forward. What's that mean for me, God? What's that? What's in that for me? What tools can I bring for that? What's, why have you given me that verse, God? But just keep reading it and reading it and reading it and reading it. And then something will come up in a month's time and that verse will come up and you go, oh, God, thank you. You've given me the power to get through that again. And it comes back to the beginning and it says, um, I'm going to do. God's going to do. He's going to look after us. Because Jesus was raised from the dead, we've been given a brand new life and have everything to live for, including a future in heaven. And in Proverbs 24, if you, if you give up when troubles come, it just shows how weak you are. But we won't give up. When the verse comes, we go, I'm weak, but God, <laughs> you're there. I knew you were going to come through. All right, Paul. I was going to get Paul come, come and share the verse at, uh, he's, I might need that microphone. Put it on the spot, didn't I? 
You did. Thank you, Craig, for that. <laughs> you also did choose the smallest print in a Bible possible. <laughs> so under the foggy light over there is a bit of a challenge. But it was interesting, just being put on the spot like that is yeah, not something I'm usually comfortable with. But just flicking through the Bible and just seeing parts that, that came through out of that. And one of the pages opened up, and it's something I'm challenged about now, and Craig's being very open and honest about a lot of things, and something about for leadership is something that's a big challenge for me because it's easy to get up the front. Or, sorry, some leaders are very easy to get up the front and project their vision or their image of things, but doing all the little things that are necessary to make that happen is another massive step. So just trying to work out what leadership is for me. So anyway, flicking through here, and I've come to this part where it says, there's a heading here, leaders are to relate to people as shepherds relate to sheep. And that just struck me because that's what I'm going through. So I'll read a few little things here out of, out of this. Um, another heading here was, all leaders are stewards of their God-given resources. So mm. yeah, thank well. you for the Maxwell Leadership Bible. Yeah. It's a good one. I think it's I'll get a copy. It? Yeah, it's just, it's great. So I'll read what I've found. The Lord of ancient Israel was the great shepherd to his flock, Israel. He calls all spiritual leaders to view their role in the same way. The word picture of this shepherd enables us to see what kind of relational skills and attitudes we are to build into our leadership. Ezekiel 34 describes how the shepherd cares for his flock. The shepherd searches out for the lost sheep, delivers the captive sheep, gathers the dispersed sheep, feeds the hungry sheep, rests the weary, binds up the hurt, strengthens the weak, protects the vulnerable, equips the needy, and directs all of the sheep. And that's something that, yeah, just that's what I got out of my little session reading over there. So yeah, awesome. That's a good way of, yeah, a leader is not standing at the front giving all the directions. It's actually looking after the whole package. So that was my challenge. Awesome. I'm uh, keen to see where that... Uh where you go next for that, mate? That's uh, there you go. Take take that. It's yours. Have it. Yeah. Nah. All good. <laughs> it's an awesome Bible, and it's uh, John Maxwell's Bible. It's, it's uh, mainly about leadership. It's fantastic. So, ooh, Simon, how you going, bro? It, I'll give me that Bible now because you memorised it. So. <laughs> Do you, you be all right? Can you say it? All right, Let's see how it goes. I just ask if anybody can forgive me if I if I happen to get a couple of words wrong. <laughs> the verse that I've been reading is something that I'm uh, going through in my life right now. Uh, the verse I was reading is called um, is called um, a tree of good fruit. I think it was. Uh, either way, the the actual verse says that um, to, to be cautious of, uh, of, prophet, of false prophets, uh, that they, they come to you in sheep's clothing. Um, it, it then says um, that, sorry, I can't remember. Um, yeah, it, it basically uh, just refrains to, to w w watch out for the fruit that they bear on their tree. Um, that, that every good tree bears good fruit, every bad tree bears bad fruit. 
A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and every bad tree cannot bear good fruit. But for every bad tree that bears bad fruit, it's cut down and thrown into the fire, thus um, thus by re recognising good fruits. Awesome. Well so done, that, that's just something that I'm struggling <laughs> with at the awesome. moment. So. Good job, bro. That's awesome, man. So you know the verse? You better look it up when you get home and uh, memorise it and keep, uh, keep meditating on that. So. Awesome, man. Well done. Thank you. Cool, man. Thank you. <laughs> All right, you two. Your choice. Come on. <laughs> what did you, uh, you guys pray about? And what, no, what we prayed thoughts, about... Uh, um, I'm going to sit down here because I can't. Yeah. Um, we prayed for each other's families first. And we prayed for each other for the year moving forward and uh, prayed for Andy's resolution of giving up cake. Then we prayed for the church... <laughs> Yeah. for the year so Lozzie and Lot coming in the new yeah. season that we're in we prayed for the mission teams that are going away this year to Vanuatu yeah. and yeah. Madan yeah. and uh, just generally pray protection over the church and, and yeah, um, cool. moving forward for 2017 as you yeah, said new yeah. start yeah. Um, let's make it a new start yeah, that's, great. Like that. so, yeah, uh, awesome. that's what we were praying about yeah oh, well done it's uh, I mean it's uh, do you, do you your prayer life might be fantastic, but you find it, even though it is good, is it a challenge sometimes to find the time to just to pray? It really, pray? it really is. And um, I mean, it's no excuse. Work, work and life, you, you get busy. You, you do 12 hour shifts, you're up at five, you don't get home till, till yeah. seven. Yeah. Um, I find that on my days off when I walk, I pray when I walk. Yeah. Because it's, um, it's, just, it's a good thing to do and you feel better for doing it. Yeah. And uh, it's just the best time you go up at six o'clock in the morning and go for a walk for an hour and you can pray yeah. for most. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. So it's just getting into that routine of, and it's a routine thing of yeah. spending time with God. You've got to set. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's hard to do every day because, as you say, you know, things change. Yourself, life gets life gets in the way. Things yeah. get busy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just trying to make that conscious effort to set yeah. that time aside every day to yeah. spend that time and yeah. one on one with yeah, your awesome. Father, mate. So yeah, well done. What do you reckon, Andy? Yeah, all good. All good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Cool. That's me. Hopefully, you got you know, something from that. It's showing that uh, physical exercise may look harder, but I think that's harder. And it's got, it's got to be purposeful. So you gotta, this year, you got to just go there. I'm going to fresh start. I'll get the musos up. Last, last year was uh, maybe tough, maybe good, whatever, but let's start fresh this year. And let's uh, see how we can be better, fitter spiritually fitter physically, but also, you know, how can we be closer as a church, closer as a family, and uh, closer as friends, you know, and I'm excited, who's excited to see what, what happens this year with Lottie and, and the guys, it's going to be fantastic, it's, um, I'm pretty pumped, so, I'm going to give this worship team a round of applause, these guys have really stuck into us, uh, you know, over the last solid week in, week out, thanks guys, awesome, I'm out, thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can wrap this up if you like. We're going to sing when he stands.